0: Hello everyone, this is Sam Jetty with Splaining. My listeners who aren't patrons probably have noticed a long pause where I haven't posted new material. Um, I just wanted to give a little update about some things I've been up to in the meantime, and about the patron-only lecture on Myth of the Month, The West, which I just posted recently on Patreon. So I have been working together with my friend Adele to co-write an article that was published a few weeks ago in Jacobin magazine. Um, It uh, doesn't involve guillotines, for better or for worse, uh, but it does have some interesting history, some of which I learned for the first time along with my friend Adele, who's also a historian, about voting rights and the American political system. So that might interest you. I'll post the link in the description. Uh, My friend Mike and I have also continued producing uh, our new collaborative podcast, Mass of Contradictions, about Massachusetts society and politics. So I'll include the link uh, to our latest installment about the political system in Massachusetts, which also addresses some of the same issues uh, as the article that I produced together with Adele. And uh, as I said, I just this past weekend posted a new Myth of the Month on Patreon for patrons only. So if you become a patron at any level, even if it's just a, a dollar a month, you'll have access to that and to the other patron-only myths of the month and history of the United States in a hundred objects. So in that latest myth of the month I discussed the whole idea of the West or Western civilization uh, the many different meanings that that can have, the many different sort of conflicting and shifting definitions of what we mean by the West and As I explain our sort of contemporary notion of the West as a distinctive society uh, with its own norms, its own traditions that's somehow uh, scientific or rationalist in distinction to the rest of the world, Uh, that idea really originated during World War I, particularly with the German history teacher and sort of lay philosopher Oswald Spengler who published the first volume of his book uh, The Decline of the West or in German Der Untergang des Abendlandes in German during World War One, uh, and put forward this notion that western civilization has its own unique mentality it's somehow uh, Faustian as opposed to other civilizations like uh, like the Judeo-Christian civilization, in his view, uh, which he considers Oriental, and as opposed to Greco-Roman civilization, which he describes as Apollonian. So it's a very, uh, you know, peculiar, idiosyncratic kind of uh, metaphysical theory of the rise and fall of civilizations. Uh, it's a declensionist history. I think I mentioned it when I talked about uh, the myths we make, right? So, I've included here just a little teaser clip uh, of a few minutes where I start discussing the importance of of Spengler's theory and after that I go on and and discuss all the different meanings of uh, western Christianity or the west as individualist, all these sorts of notions that people sometimes Uh, throw around as describing uh, the West. And I try to put forward sort of what I think is maybe useful and what is misleading about this comparatively new idea of Western civilization. So uh, again, if you can, please go to Patreon, become a supporter, and you'll have full access to it. But here's just a few minutes of my discussion. Thank you and which also cannot be simply reduced to Christianity either, but which was something more subtle, more essential. And he called modern Western society Faustian, drawing on this, you know, German myth of Dr. Faust, a man who, according to folk legend, made an agreement with Satan to hand over his soul to Satan in return for unlimited knowledge and power while he remained alive. Right. And, and in his view, Western society is distinctly ambitious and lustful for knowledge and power. And this is why it had risen to such tremendous technological and imperial power like no previous civilization. But he also believed that this Faustian culture was essentially tragic because the kind of ultimate God's eye view Of knowledge and power that Westerners wanted would never be attainable. And he argued that people knew on some level, maybe unconsciously, that they were striving after something they would never have. So Spengler's story has been torn apart by historians in all different sorts of ways, starting really as soon as the first volume was published. And I won't add too much to the dog pile, but I'll just point out that, you know, Spengler clearly is trying to put together a myth, you know, and his myth isn't necessarily entirely false. Right? I think you can see there is a certain interesting insight that he he captures something distinctive about the mentality of Europeans and Americans in the modern world that does make them different, I would say from, say, Ming China or the Mexica Empire in Mexico, right? That there was this aspiration towards world domination hand in hand with the belief that one can solve all riddles and unravel all mysteries and attain complete knowledge of everything in the universe. This, in a way, is still the stated aspiration of some scientific new atheists say, who hold that all truths will ultimately be deduced by Western science you know, and sometimes they even use that phraseology, Western science, in contrast to that, you know, benighted superstition of those other societies out there that will never have our level of enlightenment. You know, you can still see what Spengler would call this kind of Faustian mindset among a lot of modern people, right? So there are insights there, but obviously all these societies we call the West are much, much more complicated than he acknowledges, right? And Simply, I would say just to...